The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters. Uh, this new movie, it's not a new movie. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I am so happy that we are doing a movie from the 1960s. We've gone from the most recent to back to way before we were fucking born. So Goddamn go. right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no. We've done a lot of current movies, and those episodes were fucking fantastic. But it was time to do a movie from the early 60s. In any case, uh, I am the Groots. F.U. Hunter. And our guest today is... William McComb. Goddamn right. This is the first time he's been on this one, so... It is. I, yeah. I've been on uh, multiple other GUI episodes, but I am happy to join you on this this journey. <laughs> I was going to say exactly how you were describing Into the past. Things. Into the past, yes, indeed. We have we have had a time. <laughs> yeah, this particular flick. A uh, little backstory here. A buddy of mine is a local filmmaker here in town. His name is um, Jim Strammel. Uh, he's done a couple couple full length features. Uh, Degenerates Inc. is one of them, but uh, he has most recently done the reviled series where it's like a zombie series is done two episodes i think he's uh filming the third one now anyway he's a cool dude super fun and uh he had a buddy who had a diner off of staples mill road here in richmond and they used to have movie nights there i saw this movie at one of those movie nights. And it was fucking amazing. And uh, lots of crazy, insane movies they showed there. But The Mask from 1961 was one of those movies. And that's what we're talking about tonight. Yep, that's right. Not the Jim Carrey one. Or no. the um, Eric Stoltz shared one. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's been a few movies for the title Mask. three dates. Yes. Predates both. Yes. yes. Just to make sure. So if you're a big Cher fan, you're like worried we're about to talk shit about that. No, we'll do that another time. And if you're a big Jim Carrey fan, we're not going to fucking do that movie. I mean, there's no reason. To, we're talking about. Are you sure? <laughs> maybe down the road. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There's, if there's, look, there's a few Jim Carrey movies that we do. Um, number 23 would probably be the top <laughs> one if I was to do a shitty Jim Carrey movie. But we're talking about the. 1961 black and white slash 3D. Yeah. The so Mask. That's, this is the first movie where we've actually had to be somewhat interactive in, besides us just talking shit while we're watching it. And I did buy a fucking 50 pack. He did. From Amazon of 3D glasses. <laughs> it was like eight bucks. No, it's like. You just never I'm, know when that's going to come you up. You know what? But you, you have it now. Yeah, I do. And I'm going to pester you because uh, I, I, I know Lowdown has the Friday 13th 3D that has where you can change the 3D. The only thing that was missing 
were was a pair of those fucking glasses. I there got that go. too, yeah. and uh, yeah. we can do that shit. Sweet. So yeah, it was definitely early sixties movie that needed three D glasses for certain scenes. And we'll oh, get no. into how they <laughs> announced that shit. Yeah, how they let us know. <laughs> However, uh, I fucking love this movie. This was... I don't know what to make of this movie. I'll be honest, I'm still processing it's it. It's totally stupid and fucked up, but, like, it was a great ride. Snore drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> you could say the villain of the movie is the mask, or... Potentially, if you were to change it from mass to, I don't know, heroin or it has Alan, it definitely sets you up to go. If you just took the mask out of this and put in some hard drug, this movie could be like an after school special. All right. Like, let's just say that. Really? So let's let's jump right into it. I don't know if the guy we're introduced to was the director or someone hired to just fill us in on the importance of mask. Um, but he does his best like Alfred Hitchcock where Hitchcock, most of his movies would be the first person on screen. Yeah. Talk about the subject matter, you this, know, give you a little, mother, yeah. this motherfucker said mask no <laughs> less than 30 times. If you want to get drunk really fast, <laughs> just gets a lot of shots. And every time the dude on screen says mask, you take a shot. You'll be fucking shit-faced in the You'll first... You'll be dead. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're dead in the first five minutes of the movie. Because the guy says every sentence has yeah. to say mask in it, right? Was it even five minutes? I think it was... I think he said... <laughs> literally said mask every, like, ten seconds. Yeah. Yeah. For, no, it was... For three to four minutes. It started straight. out like he was, like, telling us the importance, like, you know, throughout, you know, generations, masks were an important thing. People liked masks. Masks were thing, and you're like, "Whoa, this dude is really, really emphasizing the word mask." Now I understand he does want to hype up the title of the movie, but at some point we get it, dude. Everyone wears a mask. Not dog boy. Who's there? Mask. Like it's just way the fuck over the top. So after <laughs> five minutes of him saying his love of mask, I was mask. I was waiting for him to grab mask and start fucking it right there in front of us. Like, you know, sweet, delicious mask. I, hold on a second. And, like, go off screen and you hear some weird sounds. And he comes back and puts the mask away. But, oh, um, I, yeah. That, that's way grosser, though. I just thought he was, like... <laughs> I mean, I guess you can fetishize the mask. I guess we're talking about the 60s. Like, so you wouldn't see him fucking mask. He would just start making out with the mask. Yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd like... So, lick oh, sorry, I got turned on talking about mask, you know. But, so then it fades to black and we get to where he's now the, the the movie started i guess with some fucking norman bates looking motherfucker chasing a girl yeah you see the, it. The, what's, what's the first the first sound you hear is a girl scream yeah yeah you and see her run in and like look back there's this dude and then just a violent scream which <laughs> i mean set the tone for a fucking fantastic horror movie like yeah and you, you see this chick running and the most obvious Praise killer looking motherfucker. Yeah, again, doing his best, like Norman Bates, like all sweaty, fucking sketchy looking, chasing her, and she what falls down and he grabs her oh, and choke her. All the tropes. All yeah. the tropes in there. He goes to choke her and she three nails scratches his fucking face. He's bleeding. Yep. Right. Also, like 
keep in mind that we're just at the beginning of this, but there is like some like amazing continuity and we'll keep, we'll keep talking about it of things that happen in the movie. Yeah. And the, the continuity for a movie of that era and like that just, I'm at a loss for the word. I mean, they made a concept movie. They yeah. did. They really, they really did. did. There's a you lot know, of beats that follow out throughout and, the entire uh, movie. They made a movie that was going to have 3D scenes in it, and they did a really good job. Like, they rolled that number three through the movie, too. Exactly. Exactly. So he pretty much, he pretty much, I guess he kills the chick, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah he kills the chick. Kills the chick in the fourth. Yeah, and then it right. fades to black, comes back, and there's this prestigious shrink that's... Yeah. And says, where's my next patient? And the crazy dude that we just saw a murder chick runs in. He's like, I need a sweet suit to a doctor right now. And he he's all sweaty and freaked out. And I guess yeah. it's been a couple days because the scratch on his face has it's not bloody. It's yeah, like, it's scarred like over. Yeah. yeah. But then he explains right. and he's like fucking bonkers. He sits down <laughs> to talk to his the shrink and he's just like, oh, I'm fucking crazy, man. And the shit's taking over and like just pretty much. Kind of just rambling on. The as, mask is eating me. Yeah, like, whatever. like it's, 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 it's taking, taking me. Yeah, it's taking me, taking over, and I the impulses are too much, and I need to fucking get my shit together. And I'll be honest, this shrink is like, dude, you didn't make an appointment. I'll fucking <laughs> listen to your bullshit. Okay, so the mask is taking over, whatever. He's like, get your fucking shit together. You're but like, you work like, for a museum, man. Why are you rambling about some spooky ass mask, man? But I, I should have caught it then, like the whole drug allegory mm-hmm. that this movie also kind of like he at that scene, he like tries to try to push the mask like the pusher man fucking yeah. pushes the mask on the on the doctor. The <laughs> it's almost, it's almost like but he's then he's upset. like, no, I'm not going to give it to you. Well, he's like, <laughs> Runs away. He expects his shrink to instantly go. So it is the mask's fault. And he's like, yeah. But the shrink's like, no, man. I'm in reality, and you you need to get your shit together. And pretty much, the, the again, the guy's Michael. His name's Michael, the crazy guy. And he's just like, it's the mask's fault. It's all the mask's fault. And just keeps yelling at it. And the doctor's like, all right, cool. Um, I, I got to roll out. So we'll, like, talk about the mask some other time. He's pretty much just like, Okay, that's the cool. guy gets runs out. Yeah, runs out, and then the shrink hits on his assistant for a hot second. He's just like, "Hey, right, right. sweet thing, how you doing?" Because it's the '60s, and that's what happens. Yeah, she you, was pretty. You yeah, just, I know. I mean, you get with your coworkers or your employees. But let's just say the shrink he, he looks very like kept up like he's got his hair certain yeah. ways like slicked back and he's not just, wearing a bow tie like a weirdo exactly yeah that's and then this movie represents if you're a weirdo or a huge fucking nerd you get a, a bow, bow tie. tie yeah and <laughs> right. if you're if you're how you shit right. together if you have a place of authority <laughs> it's a nice tie maybe a tweed jacket you know a pipe in your mouth that those are all established early on your shit together Bowtie, you're a fucking nerd, or your shit's all fucked up. So. Right, right. 100%. All right, so then we get back to Michael, the wackadoo guy, and he's packing up this package, and he just screams at his landlady. He's like, hey, get up here! Get up here! By the way, 
He has no tie or bow tie. Oh yeah, he's he's no, like a shirt. He's got an overcoat, I think, that he wears all the time. Yeah. yeah. But you see him packaging up some shit. He yells at his landlady and he's like, fucking get up here, bitch. And she comes up there and he's like, take this to the fucking post office. And she's like, I'm not going to do it. And he, he just grabs a random amount of cash and just almost pushes it in her face. He's like, fucking do this. And she's like, well, all right. I, I fucking love money. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So she's like, I know you just talked to me like shit. And like, and I think she mentioned something about he's laid on his rent or something or his room looks like dog piss. Whatever. <laughs> Mind you, Looney Dude lives in an attic like a fucking, um, what the fuck's the name of the goddamn dude? Uh, from? No, in an attic like the writer, Lovecraft, love a fucking Lovecraft film. Like, they're always in an attic. God damn it. Fuck me. I was like, oh, you gotta live in a fucking attic like a crazy dude from a Lovecraft story. I do think that's probably the closest we get to a Lovecraft connection. And and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Yeah, you're expecting some. Well, no, I guess there are some otherly, otherworldly shit that happens in this, but I wouldn't really go. Oh yeah, this is straight out of Lovecraft, right? Well, you drop, you drop the attic. Yeah, exactly. But uh. Dude man gets his package picked up and then he celebrates. So, well, the package goes to his therapist. Right. But as the package leaves, then he's, he's happy. He's going to celebrate by pulling out a Luger and looking at his racist ass bobblehead, which we're just going to throw that out there. This is the 60s, but he's got a bobblehead and it is uh, of Asian descent in a very. Yeah. Yeah. A very 60s. Yes, yes. Think also, uh, like, Mickey, Mickey uh, Rooney and uh, or Rourke and uh, what was that fucking movie? A Breakfast Mickey, and Breakfast, Breakfast Tiffany. Yeah. Disney, Disney. If you were to make a bobblehead, if you were to make a bobblehead of his character and Breakfast from T- of Tiffany's, there it is. Yeah, but uh, it was yeah. squinty eyes and everything. Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. Didn't Disney just cancel the Aristocrats because of this? Oh, I don't know. It, it would make sense, uh, yeah. Uh, they, Again, they, if you were to take I'm that character sure from that Disney cartoon and make it a bobblehead, <laughs> this dude... It's 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 bad. <laughs> but it's the 60s, and we have to understand generational awkwardness. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. It's just weird, because they put a close-up on it. They're just like, yeah, this guy's crazy, and check out his racist as shit bobblehead. But he pulls out a Luger, he's like, all right, you know what? Buy, so buy all my books, buy my racist bobblehead, and Kablooey fucking kills himself. So a let, let's 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 recap. Dude goes crazy because of a mask. Talks to his shrink. Shrink doesn't believe him. He goes to his home in a Lovecraft style fucking attic um, <laughs> with his racist bobblehead, which I didn't even know bobbleheads were a thing at that point. In time. Yeah, I know. Um, and he pulls out a like World War II German gun to blow his fucking. If you're going out. to kill yourself, you know, like find like, something that's got a little history to it. I guess. Like you know, he was a, he was a history buff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. he is. Yeah. he is in it to win it. Well, we find out he did, he did work at the museum, so maybe that was on display. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I could just go to the gun store, pick up some bullshit regular gun, but I want to kill myself with a fucking Luger. All right, yeah, like what? Indeed. The fuck? <laughs> But, uh, so, landlady goes back upstairs after doing this guy's bidding with taking the package to the mail and discovers he's dead, screams. Oh. Next scene is we cut to police station where there's Tweet Jacket detective talking to 
nerd bow tie, oh yeah, forensic analyst. And uh, <laughs> get a, they get a call, and they're like, we need to go to the scene. Now, apparently, most of the shows I watch, they go, oh, this dude killed himself. All right, case closed. No, in the 60s, even when it's blatantly obvious, weird, crazy dude living by himself in a Lovecraftian attic room, gun there, maybe he was murdered. They still fucking investigate the shit out of this. Goddamn right they do. <laughs> and they them? end up investigating that suicide to a, like, old school museum. Yep. Because that's where he worked. Indeed. You know, I mean, they... Uh, in which we run into another bow tie wearing dude. Because there's the museum uh, curator who he is he, right. They they what already a fucking twerp. Yeah, they call. It, yeah, pretty much. He's like, well, he, <laughs> there's a lot of exciting stuff. And the detective's like, dude, it's a fucking museum. I don't give two shits. And that really kind of breaks the bow tie's heart. The he's really upset. He's like, well, what the the, the, the text's like? Let me show you the mask. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, do you want to know about the mask? And it's like. Does it have anything to do with the guy that's dead? And he's like, well, he was working on one. He's like, fine, nerd, show me the mask. And, and apparently it was an Indian ritual mask. Yep. And which Bowtie has a list of the stuff that the um, racist suicide guy had pulled out to check out in this weird um, right. and apartment. Also because of the 60s, I'm wondering if it was, like, Indian or... Native, Native American. American. You don't, you know, don't yet. know. You don't, you don't know. know. They or don't that just like, they labeled it if it wasn't from a specific like area in a continent, like uh, Indian, uh, Indian, <laughs> Indian, and our Antarctica. Like they like they don't really fucking because I mean the thing looks like honestly, I it, it looks <laughs> it looks almost Mayan. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it looks, looks weird. It's it like, looks yeah. very South American, but like if you. Decopaged a skull in South America? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, with, oh, no, the mask is definitely, with, if you went to Michael's and said, how can I dazzle up this fucking mask? Because it looks bejeweled I want like it, a motherfucker. I want it to look a little like a 1960s disco ball, yeah. but with human teeth. Yeah. Let's yeah. yeah. Let's take an Incan uh, mosaic and put oh, it on boring. a skull. Boring. Let's <laughs> dazzle it up, all right? Yeah. I wonder, you want to get the, you want to have this thing bling when it's in the museum, all right? That's right. <laughs> so, so Bowtie Nerd pretty much is explaining how you know some say this mask that he was working on had curses and did all this shit. The detective gives two shits. He's just like, okay, right. whatever. And then he's like, well, was there anybody he fucking talked to about this? And the Bowtie Nerd's like, well, you could talk to a shrink. So no no he found the shrink in the he found the shrink in his papers that's right that's the right Bowtiner didn't yeah. know about so, the shrink then on point detective you can't get anything by this detective this goes to the shrink's office where he is sitting down in front of the desk of the shrink there is a giant box goddamn right blocking his view <laughs> and he's like do you know have you heard anything what could have caused him to kill himself. Do you know anything about the mask? Do you know where the mask went? We couldn't find his apartment. <clears throat> As he's asking him this, he's looking over this giant box. Then I'm pretty what's sure. What's in the box? What's in the box? Like crazy tape together. Crazy right? tape together. I'm has pretty like 19 sure. stamps. Has racist suicide dudes address on the <laughs> box. 
But the detective is like, I, if you can find this mask, just let me know, because I have no idea where to look. Okay? What's in the fucking box? So eventually, all-knowing detective leaves, and the shrink's like, oh, you know this giant box that's been sitting on my desk, impeding my view with the detective while I was talking about this dude to kill himself. I should open it up. He opens it up. Dun, dun, dun. Hang on. At that moment, I, I'm going to say that the music throughout this movie was absolutely fucking on point for the score. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah, like, in, uh, the moment where you should expect the dun-dun-dun, you got a very fantastic dun-dun-dun. Yes. Like, all right, they, they nailed it. So he opens the box up, and there it is, the bejeweled Indian of some nature mask. Yeah. Now, this is... What we're going to get into, you had a, some movies that jumped into the 3D craze back in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. And they would have a little subtitle to tell audiences, put your 3D glasses on. This is because most movies aren't 3D from start to finish. Yes. This director said, fuck that noise, no subtitles. I am going to scream at the audience in a way because he, the doc, the shrink looks at the mask. And then it says... Well, he read the suicide note. Yeah, he read the suicide note. And in the suicide note, racist, racist dude says, put on the mask. So then, screaming <laughs> over and over again, put on the mask, which is yelling at the audience, put on your fucking 3D glasses because this shit's about to get fucking 3D. Bonkers. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about put on the mask. Put on the mask. Well, over and over at the... Yelling, angriest tone. Put on the mask. <laughs> well, also remember, the man at the beginning said you will wear a mask during this movie about the mask. Speaking of mask, speaking of masks, yeah, you will wear a mask. Yeah, masks are important. Mask, mask, and mask, 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 mask. Oh, right before, by the way, he does over the box. I guess his fiance does roll up in the office. Yeah, yeah. So we're introduced that, like, not only is he trying to hit it with his secretary, but he also has a fiance, you know, in between right. the time. Yeah. So for his home time, and then when he's at work time, he has his, the reception as secretary or whatever. So. But yeah, yeah. The therapist puts the mask on, and then we have our first true 3D experience. Now, this, this is probably the most positive thing I'm going to say about this movie. The 3D's kind of legit. It is. Yeah. Holy fuck. And we're wearing, awesome. when I say 3D, we got the red, blue, paper fucking glasses on, and that shit looked really impressive. I was getting attacked by eyeballs and yes. fireballs. Skulls and eyeballs. Spiders. So, Dude, this is the funnest part about old school 3D movies. <laughs> and I'm we're reaching so, out to grab my face. I am so goddamn glad we covered a 3D <laughs> movie on this podcast, dude. It was weird to be that interactive. Because again, usually we just sit watch it, talk shit, and we're like, oh, oh shit, the TV's yelling at us, put the glasses on, let's put the glasses on. Now, these 3D scenes, the best way I could say is if you're watching this movie and it, they weren't 3D scenes, it's where the acid kicks in because it goes to a 
otherworldly realm of dudes in robes and everyone's got a mask. Eyeballs being thrown at you, images of eyeballs and flames and hands melting and claws <laughs> attack you. A bunch of shit that like doesn't follow the pattern of <laughs> three, the movie. Three claws though. Three claws. Three claws. That's three claws. right. Oh, they're right. the three claws. But yeah, every 3D scene goes into this <clears throat> realm of the mask, which is the realm of the acid. It's it's like the river sticks, yeah, and a druid cult, yeah. Also, <laughs> fight. Also, our doctor, our doctor, when he when he's in, in the a realm, sex cult, yeah. It's because it, everybody's wearing. Uh, most and of everyone's people got a mask. Everybody's got a mask, including the doctor who, when he's in this realm, he's wearing a mask on top of it. But it's one of those kind of faceless masks where he the mouth. It, like the eyeballs are cut out so you can see his regular eyes. Yeah. And then his hair is down like it's like a mo cut. Like it's like all down. So like his hair changes and he's wearing his mask and everybody he interacts with is also wearing a mask. Yeah. That's right. Eyes wide shot got fucked by the 60s. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Goddamn. Fucking hell. Oh man. man. But he comes out, I guess, and uh, I guess there's uh, some. Pretty awful looking um, fake ass snakes. That's most of the effects are actually pretty good. The the snakes, hey guys, you, you didn't have to have the snakes in there because it's blatantly obvious that it's they took snake. they took or or they took a hanger, bent it out, put like play doh all over or clay over it, and then just shook it and pointed it towards no, the camera. No, they jammed it in a rubber snake. Yeah, it looks goddamn fake as shit. Because the everything else was really good. You guys kind of draw the ball with the snakes, but whatever. So finally, I ain't complaining because no, yeah, like it's, overall, it's, it's literally like, the only they're thing. doing great, great shit. They, they came out of the eyes though. Yeah, that is true. They did, and they do have eyes melt and explode and shit like that, and and the faces and kind of working with the 3D where it's a regular face and then it's a skull and then it's eyeballs on the skull and the eyeballs melt and the skull comes towards you. And you actually can kind of see through the skull, which was really kind of a badass effect. Yeah, and I will say that this is better than any fucking modern three, you know, like well, four, this 4K, up. any kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, the pro- all, all the fucking 3D shit from, like, now. Yeah, it's all dog shit. Dumb as fuck. Yeah. Like, this shit is so much fun. Sorry. This, this, this one, it says, we've got sort of a movie... But you really got to check out what we do with the 3D stuff. And yeah. the movies these Here's days. Our budget. Here's yeah, our the budget. movies these days are. So we worked really hard on this movie. We have a couple scenes that if you wear the 3D glasses, you get kind of death perception. Right. That's all. This one actually says we're going to throw fucking fire and fucking snakes and some claws right at your fucking face. Like this one's like, we are taking the 3D shit seriously. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. even more seriously than a lot of, like, the 80s 3D crazes. Like, there were a I lot of... I don't know. Of... Careful, careful when you start talking about Jaws 3D, all right? Because you thought you were getting eaten by a shark when you were in that theater with those 3D glasses. Yeah, but... You no, had... I'm not being serious. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not defending Jaws 3D, all right? Never mind. No, now that I have these glasses, I'm going to rewatch that. I'm Dude, all right, right. Saw, that's Friday uh, 13th Part uh, 3. Part 3. Friday 3. Yeah, you, damn right. So many of them you had to see it on the big screen to make it worth the while. Yeah. Sure. This one was pretty good being on a modern TV. 
Like, yeah. It, it, like, it did it occasionally. It really fucking jumped out at you, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. You were like, oh, shit. Like, that thing is... That thing's coming toward, coming out of the I fucking was, TV. I'm no, no, I'm with you. I'm actually really surprised that on a modern TV, the 3D effects jumped the fuck out. Yeah, they really did. And really, like, came at you. And I was like, whoa, whoa. So then we get where the doctor takes the mask off. And he's he's a changed man already. He's a little you know, you, you already yeah. tell because his hair's a little you know messed up now. Yeah, he's right. had instantly, he's had instantly he has a fox shadow. Yeah, he's got a fox shadow. Like the evilness is already coming out. Like <laughs> I, I love how you pointed that out. Yeah, you're, you're because like, throughout the movie he, he just like he doesn't want to. Sh- evil people don't shave. All right, they unless he gets to a full beard, then they have to shave unless they're gonna grow a goatee. Apparently, but, but yeah. But instantly we take that mask off, and the way the lighting is, it's every like, man in this room I don't looks at shave. Each other. Yeah, every man look in this room looks at each other and goes, "Oh, we all have beards." Yeah, whoops. Whoop. But um, <laughs> so his fiance is like, um, "You don't seem right," and he's like, uh, "Fuck you!" It has nothing to do with the mask. And then she's like, "Fuck this mask!" Grabs the mask, runs out, finds a taxi. I mean, officially they're in the fucking burbs. There's a yeah. taxi just drive by, gets in, and we, we we brought this up, and does the classic movie trope of, just get me out of here. And the taxi's <laughs> like, sure, all right. Then, by the way, this taxi driver, probably one of the most helpful taxi drivers. We'll get to this in a second. Because he's like, yeah, get in the car, we'll fucking go. We got a weird bejeweled mask. I don't give two shits <laughs> I'm not wrong. Like, you, we all talked about it during the movie. To get in a taxi and be like, drive, just drive, man. What taxi driver is going to fucking do this? I don't know, but we're going to test gonna, it. We're going to try it. Yeah, we're going to I'm, I'm gonna try it one day. This is a beautiful like, disaster experiment. We're going to have to try I'm it I'm going to get hammer drunk in a city full of taxis and just, like, sweaty, shitty drunk and, like, jump in a taxi and tell the guys. We'll have to do an update episode. You have to um, do in New York. You, otherwise, we'll out. I'll, I'll do Chicago and you do New York <laughs> and we'll see which town has the dedicated taxi driver that when you get in and just, say, just get me out of here, and they just... Peel they peel out and they punch that fucking little timer and they just don't give a fuck. Now, a one of the rules is is we and definitely you keep looking behind you in the back window <laughs> as if being chased by another car. All right. right. Well, so there's, there's, this is a promise. Again, I'll, I don't. I'm fine with Chicago. Uh, whoever wants New York, and then I was I was thinking about going to New York sometime. All right, and then there's you, you know. Hey, say, all I gotta say is anywhere you're not. It's not gonna work in a fucking Uber. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You can't just yeah. run away from somebody and like set up an Uber and get in and be like, "Get me out of here!" Like, no, why, why dude? I need a. Did you anticipate you were gonna be chased? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no. they're gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" It's like, drive, bitch, drive. <laughs> Where are we going? I don't care. Where are we going? It's on your fucking phone, yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> no, we know exactly where you're going. All right, so Sorry. the wife, the, the fiance in the the best taxi in the world <laughs> is getting away. Evil now doctor jumps in his car. It's a really chase. Nice car. Yeah, yeah, really nice car. There's a chasing. I guess he gets caught in traffic, so they get a little. The taxi gets a little distance, pulls up in front of the museum. Yeah. Now she stays in the taxi. The taxi driver gets out of his car, takes the bejeweled mask, runs it. Into the museum, 
comes out and gets back in the car as the doctor is pulling up. Super Which again, dude. holy shit, what a great taxi driver. Because you're like, yeah, get right? me out of here. Hey, she better stop in front of this museum. Take this weird bejeweled mask. Just run it in, hand it to somebody, then get back in the car and let's drive off. And he's like, I mean, sure. I guess like you you you're gonna give me a good tip for this, right? I mean, fuck. I mean, like I hope she gave him a good <laughs> seriously. Tip. Yeah, right. That's a twenty dollar bill tip yeah. right there. The shit in the sixties. That was. Uh, 20, yeah, twenty is fucking that's right. Shit. Yeah, that's is, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But twenty dollars that's like half red, right? I that's, mean, some, that's some serious shit in the sixties. Yeah, 60s. yeah. Nah, that's, that's a night out of town. Twenty dollars, right? That's true. I, man, again, yeah. I'm not really good with how money worked back in the sixties, but I think twenty dollars is a pretty good like amount of money. So, I mean, Boy, that, inflation's a bitch. Yeah. That would have floated all the Stand By Me boys for like. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. So all, all their fucking candy and cigarettes for a month. Then we get to Crazed Doctor, who then we spend what like ten minutes of him walking through all the exhibits. And I, I I'll be honest, I didn't watch the credits, but I feel like this was also slightly a commercial for whatever museum they used because he slowly walks by shit that has nothing to do with this movie. That's true. Dinosaur bones and other exhibits. There's a horse skeleton. A horse skeleton. But it's almost like, while you're in the Los Angeles area, check out this museum. Because there's... But then he walks into the room of the mask. Dun, dun, dun. Where, I guess, right. whoever got handed the bejeweled mask from the taxi driver said, oh, cool, thanks, dude. I'll just put it back right, here. Like... Even though it looks like it was stolen, no reason to... You know, maybe put security around this thing that was stolen. Yeah, you're we're cool. We're cool. Yeah. Also, none of the exhibits are like secured at all. Like you could touch everything, and then they like wander through, and he ends up in the fucking like dude's office. The the dude with the the, the bow tie. Oh yeah, the the nerdy guy. Yeah. And yeah. How did the mask make it up there in like I don't know, thirty seconds? But Maybe we're talking. You know what? We don't see the taxi driver. We see him go in the building. We don't see what he does. He maybe he sped up there. Maybe he's friends with Bowtie guy. Who knows? Wasn't it the wife that got the mask and brought it? No, no, it was the taxi driver. That's it was the whole thing. The well, the fiance, oh, the fiance hopped in the car with the taxi driver. The taxi driver just runs in, drops the mask, leaves with, I guess, the receptionist. That's who, the fuck, who the fuck are you leaving this mask with? Yeah. How does it make it to the right person? How does it make it to the fucking dude's office? We don't know. We're, there's yeah. there's some serious plot holes right here. Oh, yeah. But, Again, I don't think that they're, they're, they're just concerned about, does the 3D we, look fucking badass? They don't give a back. shit about plot points. That's my point. We need to get back to, let's put the mask on again. Hold on. Well, before, before right. that, so we had this intense fiance running away from crazed, her crazed, you know, doctor dude. And then the next scene after we see Craze Doctor find the mask, it fades to black, and then it's her apartment where she's being oh, yeah. visited oh, by a tweed right. jacket detective. And literally after she was running for her life, he comes in, and I don't know if she smoked a joint or if she took some fucking special pills, but she is fucking relaxed. He comes in, he's like, so uh, any issues? She's like, nah, man, it's all good. Fucking here, you want to smoke? They're fucking... 
sit on the couch smoking. She is fucking... Oh, yeah. Like, she I'm, did not have a traumatic taxi getaway scene <laughs> just earlier that day. It is... She is fucking chill. Again, I think she smoked a fucking joint or something. <laughs> well, she is relaxed as a motherfucker. Let's bring she at least the, had a Xanax, all right? Let's bring up the point that everyone in this movie smoked, and it did not matter where you smoked. No. Because I'm pretty the, sure they smoked with a dead body. It's the 60s. Yeah. And you could just light up a cigarette in the middle of a fucking museum. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when, oh, they, yeah. were, when they were moving Definitely. the dead bo- the dude that killed himself, I'm pretty sure the coroner was smoking a cigarette. Ash, you know, on the fucking dead body, like, oh, this looks pretty bad, Ash, Ash. Like, they don't take <laughs> two shits. God, your eyeball got blown sideways. Oh, I'm glad there. there's this racist bobblehead for me to ash on. Like, they just gave two shits about anything. <laughs> They smoked everywhere in this movie, which apparently in the 60s, that's how it worked, all right? <laughs> it did until the early 90s. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, and yeah. then we get, uh, yes, another scene of the, then again, now he's not reading a letter. They just said, all right, fuckheads, audience, you know now what your cue is. And so as he holds the mask and it yells, put on, put on the, the mask. mask, put on the mask. And which yelling over and over again for us, the audience go, Oh shit, put your glasses on because they're about to go into Because you gotta the, put your mask on. Yeah, we're about to put our mask on and go to the acid trip world. So And yeah. again, it was fucking awesome. Just <laughs> it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I I'll be honest, I can't remember what happens in the second acid trip. I scene, you know, it doesn't it, it's all kind of the same thing. It was that whole like weird ethereal world with robed dudes. Mm. Uh, the lady in the yeah. mask throwing fireballs. We started there to figure was... out that the chick, one of the chicks that's laying down, I guess this is and fiance or the assistant. Yeah, the, uh, one of no, the, the fiance. Yeah. Okay, it was the fiance. Yeah. Um, I don't remember whether it's the third or whether it's the second or third, but I realized that there was like a mausoleum sort of table going on. Yeah. That yeah. It was also exactly mimicking the shrink table in his office. So like the continuity was fantastic that they Fuck like yeah. they they didn't make it a flat you know sarcophagus they raised the edge so that somebody looked like they were laying on a shrinks table to like mimic his own mind and his own life and it, I I like I said for something that seems like a total like acid trip heroin fueled fucking bender nightmare allegory <laughs> allegory nightmare uh, they paid a lot of attention to the details they did and they kept having that shit come at you now again once small? he once he takes the mask off now this is the one problem all right this dude is a shrink the mask didn't select the mask has no control over who Decides it's going to take over. Well, the pusher man got him. Well, but here's the problem is this doctor <laughs> sucks ass at actually killing people because he takes his assistant to a, for a car ride and he puts his hands around her neck and you're like, oh shit, he's about to kill her. But his elbow like hits the horn and then startles her and then... It startles him. Yeah, it startles him and then he's like, oh, well, <laughs> I was going to kill you, but uh, we'll try again later. So, and again, there's several scenes of him trying to kill his assistant or his fiance, where he just keeps fucking bailing. Like, our first intro... But it's always choking. Our first intro into racist bobblehead dude, he fucking... Like, first off, he chases a chick in the woods, fucking kills her. Like, she scratches his face, 
but he kills her. We have like what four or five scenes of the doctor and, attempting and not, to kill. And you're not sure if he killed them or not because it just cuts scenes. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, but then you see the character that he supposedly killed, and they're like, "Oh, you, you fucking didn't do it." You like if fucking... if you're the mask, you're like, "Dude, really? Like, can you not fucking strangle him?" But then he gets superpowers at the end, I guess, because doesn't he eventually does kill the assistant, right? Yeah, yeah, I think. Or she yeah, scratches yeah, the I shit out of so. And she yeah. scratches the fuck out of his face exactly like Race's bobblehead's face got scratched. With the three. Three yeah. right on the face. Yep. Yep. 3D. Aha, yes. Aha. Um, so he kills her, and then he's like, and now he is fully two days unshaven, hair completely, Everywhere. and the tie is not anywhere close to being where it's supposed to be. That tie is about halfway down. Like he is yeah. he's crazed now. He is he is evil. He is not the doctor we were introduced to begin of the movie. And he has gone to back to his place to fucking kill the shit out of his fiance. We got introduced to a professor buddy of his that likes to smoke pipes and says some like kind of deep shit to him about like, you know, do you does the mask control you or do you control the mask? Is there a way to Take this mask and make it part in like in the the, the doctor just gives two shits. He's just like, no nah, man, I'm gonna fucking kill you too. Doesn't he give the mask to his assistant though? Isn't that the third mm. mask experience? Like he no. gives it to his assistant or something. No, he, he, was, he tries to have his fiance put the mask on. That's, that's what that's it was. Later. Yeah. He tries to he tries to do the same thing as the original guy did with the like pushing it onto somebody. Yeah. But the issue the uh, I think you're thinking about was he went to that other weird dude with the other like bow tie thing. Going yes. The pipe. Yes. And where he like went upstairs to go have like an existential moment, like he was going to be the moderator of your fucking drug trip. <laughs> right. Um, oh, that's right. Cause yeah, he's like he's like you do your mask, man, and I'll I'll keep guard to make sure your mask experiences. It's the way it needs to be, man. All right. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> but then the fiance comes by. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So the fiance comes by while he's like having the third trip, and he's once again now dreaming of everyone in there. But he pulls the mask off of off of this one lady on the shrink sarcophagus, and that's his fiance. And da, he's, da, choking, da. he's choking her because there's a lot of like leading with your choke kink here. But then, uh, but then she, <laughs> there is, you know, it. poorly made thing falls down, yeah, sets on fire because like, he, <laughs> he choked her so good that he it collapsed the sarcophagus. Yeah, he did use that 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 could have choked her, and then there was apparently, unfortunately, fire when it crumbled to the ground. I don't know what the meetings are <laughs> again. This is where the I was. This is where I was peeking at this point, um, and. Um, then, yeah, he's on fire himself and eyeballs and snakes, all right? Like, but yeah, yeah, we had a good, great 3D experience. Once again, a fantastic that. Yeah. 3D experience. You're rolling through the river sticks with the dead patient earlier who, like, yep. he's got this. Oh, yeah, we're at the coffin. Yeah, shit. it's like he's in a coffin and they're on, like, a river. <laughs> I'm guessing the river sticks. And, like, the dude that blew his brains out with the Luger at the beginning, racist man, um, has his eyeballs sideways. But when you first see him on this one scene, he's wearing a hood over his face so heavy that he looks like a giant vagina. 
and then like he pulls the hood back and you see you, his eyeball you know, sideways out of his head. I, I, mean, I just dude, realized I, it's, it's what the purpose of this movie is. Is as you describe this movie to people, it's the ramblings of a crazy like we all sound like that homeless guy down at the shelter, like, oh no, fucking you you gotta understand, man, there's a fucking snake's coming out of your eyes and you're like describing this movie, not just the <laughs> fucking uh, other world shit, just in general, is the ramblings of a crazy person. Because I'm sitting back listening to us describing going, what did we fucking watch here? And we're like, just How literally... How heroin did you just do? We're literally just trying to tell the audience <laughs> what this movie was. I am legit convinced that <laughs> David Lynch watched this movie in the theater in 1961 and was... Totally. Oh yeah, this this is Influence. a very like he's Influence. taking notes on this. Yeah, yeah, dude. But let's all right. So, Crazy Doctor comes back into yeah. I guess his buddy's house where the fiance is. The, his professor buddy does the weakest attempt of stopping him because she's upstairs. He's like, "Hey man, you can't go up there." Crazy Doctor. Two second chokes him to death because I don't know. Either he's got Vulcan <laughs> powers or the professor has the weakest neck because he literally grabs him by the neck and the the, the he's done. He's done. Like I don't. I, he ha- must have superpowers because you can't have a weak neck and wear a bow tie. That's stupid. I guess, but he grabs him real quick and the professor's dead. And I'm just like, he didn't even show. He, did he even take the time to get his hands around his neck? Uh, it, one hand. Okay. Everything was single hand. Training. Right. Well, single hand choking. We do learn the power of one hand in a second because evil shrink doctor goes upstairs. At that point, he's like, "Bitch, you're putting on the fucking mask, all right? I, <laughs> you're wearing like I, I'm not doing this shit on my own. You're Once wearing again, the mask." Now he's the pusher. Man. Yep, that's right. She apparently puts the mask on. She's like, hey, "Ain't fucking do it." Like, it ain't we, doing it for. We were waiting to get yelled at again. Like, put on the mask. But she puts it on. She's like, this is fucking stupid. She didn't, it didn't take. She fucking takes the mask off. He's pissed now. He's like, what What the fuck? You're supposed to go through my shit. At that point, Tweed Jack and Detective rolls up in there. <laughs> That's fucking right. holy karate. And I, I don't mean like interpreting a karate chop. Literally karate chops the evil doctor. Done. One chop. Not punches, punches, punches. One shot to the back down. of the neck. To the back of the neck. Wait, dropped. Is everybody in this movie just have really weak necks? Is that the whole setup? Is this, this is a no, like, no. Twilight Zone where it peels necks? If you move your head too quick, you kill yourself? Like, what is going on here? No, weak necks Bruce, and heroin, man. Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Lee is fucking proud of this. It movie. was it was the most blatant karate chop. Like, yeah, it was it was impressive. <laughs> Drop so, it. Detective saves the day, saves the mask. Well, what do we do with this evil mask? I mean, we got to make sure nobody ever gets their hands on the mask that mm. helped make people kill other people. Somebody should put it on, though. Well, let's put it back in the museum, unsecured, no security, <laughs> literally sitting like a grandma's urn display for anybody to fucking and touch. And some random ass and, yeah, and some random door. What? No, wait. Hold on a second, because he is not wearing a bow tie. So some uh, random ass dude, professional, professional who will eventually be taken over the mask. 
checks out the mask and goes, huh, I wonder what this unsecured vest would do to me. And then the music starts. Yep. And he reaches <laughs> and then dun, dun, dun. What I really wanted was the dude from the beginning of the movie that introduced us to the mask and said a bunch of stuff mask. As the guy walks over and looks at the mask on display, that dude walks up and goes, do you like mask? And then black. And like, we know <laughs> the great. guy's going to get about a fucking two great. hour talking to about how cool masks are. All right. But uh, yeah. That was the 1961, The Mask. <laughs> almost, I mean, the plot line is almost unfollowable. Again, we sound like we're just the ramblings of a crazy person explaining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I followed it pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I've also done acid. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's, yeah. there's that. But I gotta say, the uh, like three or four times that the actual 3D came in was Fucking awesome. Yeah, it's it's definitely way ahead of their time. Come for the 3D, stay for the karate chop at the end. That's about the uh, there you go. Yeah. I, I can dig. I can yeah. Dig. Come for the 3D, stay for the karate chop. Yeah, I, I can dig. Yeah, that might be the uh, alternate name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there was definitely there was definitely a lot of like weird kinks, weird drug allegories, a little bit of mass rape. Um, oh yeah. This was definitely the weirdest movie that I can think of that we've covered. I'm trying to wrap my head around. Well, it's not I'm the happy. weirdest. It's the oldest. Okay. Weird I'm happy to be. But I'd also say this, this was a little harder to explain the plot of because it's so all over the place. All right. Well, I mean, we did that fucking crazy Korean movie. With that is Lorna. true. That was nuts. Well, but that movie was hard to explain because it's like fucking five movies in one. All right. Like, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just this saying. Is a 3D movie with non-3D parts that make no sense movie, so... Exactly. This is nuts. I could put it together pretty well. And, like, I still think that somebody definitely was like, hey, man, what if we made a horror movie about a mask, but the mask really means drugs, man? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. This is, like, a very Every time we see the mask... You put on the glasses. Drugs, yeah. man. Do your drugs. I mean, put on the mask. mask. Yeah, like, it's definitely... It's a step away from being an after-school special. <laughs> if you take hit the mask and put it with any, like, coke or heroin, like... Because there's this guy, I, and he's got his shit together, but once he tried the mask, his fucking life went to shambles. I had to Google when heroin was invented. Because I was like, when when was heroin? And now you're on that special list. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> everybody on GUI. Well, heroin. Exactly. Like, yeah, well, heroin's been a thing for a long time. Apparently, Bayer was using it in 1910, from what I Well, how did you, I was going to say, how did you learn about that? Google. By Googling, hey, Google, can you tell me about heroin? When was heroin invented? Also, I will let you all know. The first link that Google provides is a is a uh, link to get some help <laughs> because you Google the heroin. Anything about so you know what? Good on you, hair. Good on good on you, heroin. Good on you, Google, for like helping heroin addicts. I was gonna say, are you in this weird position where you're gonna cheer on heroin? Because 
Uh, the representative of mutual disasters no, in no time condone the use of heroin and do not cheer on heroin. No, that okay. might be the game of the episode. Good on you, heroin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just fucked right. up what I'm saying because I'm tired Ooh. of it. So. so there you go. Right. Holy fuck. I yes. have no idea what to pair this movie up with because I don't know if I need to watch. If I watch this movie again, it'll be... Fast forward, 3D scenes. Fast forward, 3D right. scene. Fast forward, 3D scene. Karate chop. Bye bye. Yeah. They were fun. They were so, fun 3D scenes. I guess great. I'd have to figure out what. 3D so I guess. Movie, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I've got the I've got the glasses. So what other 3D movie would I want to put with this? So what we're talking about is if you were gonna pair this movie with something else as a double feature. What would it be? What you got? You know what? I'll go with the very first 3D movie I ever saw. Creature from the Black Lagoon. I saw it, Ooh. and they made it 3D certain scenes. They had a 3D version of that? Yeah, yes, they, they did. did. Uh, I have not seen that. Yep. And I don't know where I could find it, but that would be the perfect pairing. Because we're talking Holy about probably shit. earlier than the, the movie we just watched. But I remember specific scenes when I... it came out of the water in 3D. I might have a copy of that on my DVD shelf, actually. Well, that'll make I, it a lot easier for me I to mean, do the I feature that. I will actually have to go double check. I got the original. I don't know if I have a 3D version. I have, I have a weird, like, collection, collector's edition of yeah. Creature. Yeah, I, you guys know I'm a huge Creature. From no, 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 no. We got the same shit. Yeah. Uh, like, we got the same shit where, like, the uh, there was a crazy collector version of, like, Dracula. There was the Legacy Collection. Yeah. Legacy. Got they yeah. I've got a few other, like... Yeah. There yeah. should be a 3D I'm version. Sure I'm sure I'm, I'm a giant creature from Black Lagoon. And I think it would be I a perfect never... perfect movie if you're going to see something black and white back in the day, like 50s, 60s. That's the way to go about it. And then also add this movie to it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. This... this Bonkers or bananas, I think were both the words you used when you asked me to join this episode. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, I will 100% agree that the, these this movie was bonkers bananas. <laughs> like it's just out there. But yeah, strangely for the time, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna say I liked it. All right. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the 3D segments. They were great. The storyline was a little weird, but you know what? You see what? how your voice went that way? <laughs> that indicates you're yeah, either the story, you're confused. Yeah. The story but, was... Yeah, uh, dude, I watch garbage cinema for the sake of watching garbage cinema. So, like... That is the really actual point of this pun. That, and that's true, yes. Come on. So, like, this really wasn't as bad as some of the other shit I've watched. There you go. No, I got like, you. This movie was mediocre. It was not total garbage. And I will go ahead and say I enjoyed it. Fuck yeah. I had a blast. So any uh, any other movies you think of pairing it with? Ooh. Uh, let's see. If we're if I was going to pair this in a double feature, what the fuck? Uh, did David Lynch do any 3D movies? Because, <laughs> again... No. If you no. had the ability to make a David Lynch movie 3D, what would you make a 3D movie with a pair with this? I guess it would be also an interesting question. Well, I mean, shoot, I'm like racking my brain for fucking 3D shit. What if Mulholland Drive was in 3D? 
I was just going to say straight blue velvet. Blue velvet. Actually, you get that, fucking, you get, velvet. Get that ear in 3D, like, look at this fucking ear in the grass. That's that's the one. That's, that's the better yeah. one. That's the better one. Uh, you know what? Uh, there's no 3D pick. I can even... See, because I, I don't want to do any of the 80s ones. I, like, I would like to watch Jaws 3D and Friday 13 3D, but I wouldn't put it with this movie because right. that's those 80s trend ones. I want to go old school. That's where I said Creature of the Black Lagoon, you know? So, yeah, yeah. So I want to stick back to kind of this period of time with this the movie. I like yeah. your direction. I also like that you don't have to like have a different set of three because you can't go with new 3D with those weird like. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm not bringing up any of that the, shit. The, the fuck that shit. But yeah. you gotta go old school red and blue fucking lenses 3D. You, I, I I don't need two pairs of glasses here. Yep. Because that's just too complicated and I don't give a fuck. And I drink too much. <laughs> this was a zany fucking experience. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, so. Holy shit. Hey, yeah, all I can think of is like Attack of the 50 Foot Woman <laughs> with Darren Hannah or some shit. Yeah, like something that. like that. You know what I mean? All right, well, let's finish this up. Uh, I think we've uh, explained as much as we can about the mask and the free experience. So, <laughs> yeah, we did a weird ass movie this time, and I'm super happy we did it. Uh, honestly, like doing a 60s movie with old school 3D, that was so fun. Yeah. It really was. I have, I have no. Thank fun. you guys for having me on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, enjoy, I enjoyed every bit of this. So. Uh, you can check out Beautiful Disasters on Facebook. Uh, you can check us out on uh, GUIPodcast.com. Us and all the other great GUI Network podcasts. Um, also, uh, if you have any suggestions, throw it our way. You know, we're always looking for good Beautiful Disasters to watch. Or if you even have anything that's just bad, bad, and would make great schlock abuse, throw it our way also. So. Fuck yeah. And uh, we have great merch on TeePublic. Our merch. All the fucking GUI merch. Check us out. And uh, if you uh, head down to the uh, GUIpodcast.com website, you can check out... uh, We got a link for Amazon. Anything you buy doesn't cost you a cent more, but it might help us out buying a little uh, fucking cables and... I was going to say, click on the link, go to Amazon, get a pack of 50 and 3D glasses so you can experience some 3D movies yourself. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Goddamn right. Thank you so much for listening. We will hear you next time. I've been the Groots. F.U. Hunter. And Will McCobb. Thank you guys for having me tonight. Thank you. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. 
Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the musical, and Aliens done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. GUIPodcast.com <laughs>